So everyone, we're joined here today by Bel Air High School football coach, Eric Scoggin, and Pebble Hills High School head football coach, Mark Torres. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. So let's kind of get into this. Um, look at the district outlook real quick. 6A, 5A. Um, it's 1-5A, right? Right, 1-5A Division okay. One. Yes, sir. So as we get ready for the upcoming season, what are some of the things that you guys see from a district standpoint that will be different than last year, other than you get to play more games, hopefully? Just, uh, just the game day environment, you know, the sideline protocols, you know, we're going back face to face. And so just the atmosphere from the field to the stands to just the whole environment, just, you know, we're looking forward to it. We're going back to normal. And so that in and of itself is going to be different. Just make the game day experience better, you know, from the music to the cheer to the fans. Uh, so we're just real excited about that, getting back to some type of normalcy. I agree with Coach. I think that uh, when it comes to our campus, you know, when we talk about culture, it's not just the football team. You know, it's our entire feeder pattern and community. So I think we do a good job at our place of involving everybody and, you know, taking that element out of the football world, uh, it makes a big, big difference. And so we're looking forward to having everybody involved. Good deal, good deal. A lot of, a lot of players graduated this past year. New players step up. Um, both of you return varying degrees of that on your teams and even throughout the districts. Um, how do you guys view the outlook for your districts this year as far as play on the field um, and where teams are going to end up as far as playoffs. I know for you guys at Bel Air, everybody's going to the playoffs, but like, how do you think that that's going to end up from your, from your foxhole looking at it? Well, as far as how it's going to end up, you know, I don't have that crystal ball. I have no idea. Uh, you know, our goal is to win a game a week. And, yeah. you know, uh, the team that does things right, kind of like the COVID year, the COVID season, the teams that prepare and, and focus on that game per week. And because it's a tough district. I mean, Del Valle, Chapin, and El Dorado, they're good football teams. They're very well coached. They got some dudes. And um, the team that does things right from preparation to focus to the way they play, the, the team that makes the fewer mistakes, I know that's very cliche, but those are the teams that are going to win ball games. And every week's going to be a, be a fight, going to be a battle. I think and in I know, 6A, uh, yeah. everybody's good at something. And I think that becomes the challenge is uh, trying to figure out where you stack up, what's good for you, might match up well one week against your opponent and not so well the following week. Uh, so it's, it's how do you manage your, your roster? How do you manage the schedule? And there are so many variables that we don't have control over. And I think yeah. each coaching staff and each program has an identity at some point in the season. And then it just becomes, uh, are you staying healthy? And are you able to, to make those crucial plays when it counts, like Coach was saying? You know, we, we really don't know. And like I mentioned before, the parity in 1-6A, I don't think it gets more even around here than in that league. And so it, it, it could be any one of us. So COVID shortened season last year. Everything goes as planned, full season this year. From a recruiting standpoint for players, how do you guys think that's going to impact as far as helping more student athletes with 
game film and being able to get recognition and being able to get the exposure for college coaches. How do you think that's going to help this year as opposed to last year? Well, when, when it comes to getting exposure, you have to have uh, a lot of film on them. Uh, they pay a little more attention to the guys that make, make the postseason. And when all of this hit last year and they gave all of those college kids an additional year no matter what, whether they want to admit it or not, college coaches skipped over last year's seniors. And that impacted every senior, unless they were already committed, already had solid offers, you know, as far as Division I's and offerable, you know, committable offers at that time. They skipped over and started looking towards this next class. And that may benefit some of our seniors that are just coming in to our season as much as it hurt the guys that were graduating last year. And so you can't put it on one thing as far as last year's guys that got looked at or felt like they got passed over. You know, that was out of the control of every coach at the college level and the high school level. Decisions yeah. were made way above our head. And it might be touchy, it might be sensitive, people may be upset about how things played out. But I guarantee you every coach in this town and across our state did the very best could they could for helping their kids get to college. Yeah. You know, we always tell our kids, year in and year out, make the most of your opportunity. Regardless of the reps, regardless of the series, regardless of the, the quarters you might play. Last year, we only played five games. From August to December, we played five football games. And, you know, the stats obviously weren't what they would be through a 10, 11, 12 game season. However, those kids had opportunities. And uh, this year, just you know, going into this year, as of right now, we have a 10-game regular season schedule. So they're just going to have that many more opportunities. But again, they have to make the most of it because when those college coaches, when they watch that film, they'll know within a minute, minute and a half if they like that kid or not. You know, and I mean that tape has to pop from the get-go. And so, you know, obviously now the more games, more opportunities, more film you'll have, you know, the ability to cut up some more film. But again, they just have to make the most of what they got because they're not guaranteed next week, whether it's a COVID yep. season or not. Definitely. Final question. Um, <clears throat> and I kind of touched on this earlier, but like with teams returning, well, a lot of teams lost quarterbacks. And even though traditionally they don't look at El Paso as a passing town, quarterback play is going to be huge and with everybody really on that even playing field with experience outside of maybe Eastwood for you guys in, in 6A and maybe El Dorado um, how does that make the outlook on the district look for you guys well uh, Eastwood returns uh their quarterback who's outstanding. Franklin returns two outstanding quarterbacks. We return two outstanding quarterbacks. Coronado's returning a starting quarterback. Uh, and I believe Montwood's returning an experienced quarterback. So That's we true. may have lost the headliner in Orion from yeah. Eastlake. And we understand yeah. that. And then an outstanding athlete in uh, Chisholm from Americas. Yeah. But it's not like every one of our schools doesn't have somebody getting ready every week. You know, and, and these kids do a good job of preparing and they've got a chip on their shoulder because every year somebody comes out of nowhere or like we, we would say that kid came out of nowhere. He didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. He was just there getting ready. And yeah. I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. You know, we, we have a lot of good quarterback play. We have a lot of good quarterback coaches in this town. And somebody, somebody is going to hit the radar this year that we're not speaking about at all at this point. Yeah, I agree with you on that one.
Yeah, in our district, you know, we got the we got the youngest pup in the race, I and mean, we got a young kid coming up and uh, had a heck of a spring and summer. And I know everybody's offensive systems are a little little different in, in various ways. However, there's there's good quarterbacks in our district. I mean, Chapin's returning a guy and a uh, really good quarterback and El Dorado. I forgot and, about him. And then yeah, and Del Valle is always going to have a good quarterback. And um, but so is Bel Air and. Um, you know, it just depends how they prepare, focus, how they play. You know, the kid that makes the fewest mistakes. But the quarterback play in this city is, is outstanding, in my opinion. I, mean, I would I, agree. I agree with Coach. I mean, there's a lot of great offensive coordinators and quarterback coaches out there that prepare these kids, not just from August to December, but year-round. And it is a year-round deal with quarterbacks. So we lost a heck of a quarterback last year, and as I've lost in previous places. But you just replace them, and, and you play within, you know, their strengths and in the system per se to an extent and you just make the most of it you got to understand their strengths and, and play to that good deal well thank you gentlemen for joining us here today thank you have a blessed one thank Very you soon.